1946, William Lindsay Gershom wrote a book that would quickly get a film adaptation in 1947. In 2003, it was adapted into a graphic novel, a musical in 2010, and lastly, the focus of this week's review, the 2021 adaptation of Nightmare Alley. This week, we welcome back Jamika. Hi. I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and this is the 99th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so I want to start off the episode with saying that that man's last name just whipped my fucking ass. Um, Y'all right, told me cr- what to I, say. I, and then you said, you went back and said the first thing you said again. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my bad. That's my bad. So like we haven't done this in like 50 weeks um, where, you know, we're like, oh, man, 99 episodes. This is fucking crazy. We're going to elaborate more next week because it's the 100th. But like, man, this is crazy. Like this is the last time that um, we use the cover art that we currently have. This is the last time that you hear that intro. Um, Yeah, we switch it up every quote unquote season or um internally we call them years so we're going into year three of the podcast starting next week and yeah it's been a long road man it's been a long road i like it i mean that's good because like you know when you see different podcasts and they have different numbers you'd be like uh 45 or something like that but once you get to 100 that feels like that's a good number like they've been doing this for a while yeah they've been doing it for a while yeah like some podcasts i listen to they're like in episode 800 something and i'm like real talk i re- I, I jumped on at episode 50 and look at y'all now look at us That's now now <laughs> exactly i appreciate our, all of our day ones that has been with us from the beginning oh, also i appreciate the ones who just jumped on a couple weeks ago yeah, that's true. That's true. We, we got, you know, we got a, a small influx of new listeners the last few weeks. So yeah, we appreciate that. And also, um, I can't remember if we made this joke with you, Jamika, um, about did uh, when you were wrapping up on your last episode, did you say something to the tune of hope to be back? And we were like, we'll see what your ratings look like. Probably I don't know. It sounds familiar, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's why you're back. Your ratings, your we like what your ratings was looking like. So you know. Yeah, you you popular. They they liked your voice or whatever it was, but yeah, numbers was, I figured numbers I was, was good. Used. That's fine. I figured <laughs> I was being used. It's it's transactional both ways, okay? So it's okay. <laughs> right. I want I want to assume our listeners probably went out. You was talking about the your store your store and things of that. I'm probably sure your numbers went up too. It's a give and take. Yes, it's back and forth, you know, the circle of transactions. (laughs) But no, so um, why don't we transition to the show proper with a topic that one, I don't care for, and two, I can't really comment on, uh, WrestleMania. So I know I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Um, It's the weekend of April 1st and the 2nd. They split it up into two days. And... I don't care about all the stuff in between. I'm just looking forward to seeing Bianca Belair's um, her match with Oscar. And all right, hold on. Match. Let me let me fill uh, Chadwick in. So, are you you know what WrestleMania is? Yeah, that's like the Super Bowl of wrestling, right? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So, yes, for years and years and years, it was a one day event on a Sunday, but then once the pandemic hit and they were 
um, basically in a warehouse, basically, they broke it down to two uh, days. So now since then, they've been going forward with two days. Um, uh, Bianca is facing Asuka, who won the World Rumble. I don't know if these words make sense uh, to you. Oscar, but is Oscar a man? Asuka is a woman. She's a Japanese wrestler. Is that her first name or her last name? That is just her name. It's, it's like it's like an actor. It's like Madonna. It's just uh, a name. Okay, because I was thinking you guys were saying Oscar. Oh no, Asuka. Okay. Yes. Um. Right now, the um, the build up for that hasn't been uh, hyping me up, but I'm really into the Bloodline storyline. Um, mm, is that is that the Witcher? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to explain I'm trying to think what's the quickest way to explain to him this bloodline storyline without just okay so basically this bloodline story it's like the best storytelling that wrestling has done in a very long time you have Roman Reigns your tribal chief he has been your WWE undisputed champion for over 900 and some days he has his cousins real life cousins Jade, see, it's going to be too much if I explain him everything that's going on. Basically, um, Roman Reigns has to face Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. His cousins will be fighting Sami Zayn, who, well, hasn't been announced yet, but that's what we're predicting for the titles, where he used to be in the bloodline and things happen. It goes deep. It's hard to explain it in this short about a time. How, but long, the has this, is great. how long has this storyline been building? Uh, over a year, over a year and a half, because uh, originally it started with Jay, Jimmy, Roman, when Roman was first champion, he got into it with his cousins and everything else like that. They got together, they formed the bloodline, they all won the championship, and Sami Zayn was like the sidekick comedy person and doing things, and he jumped into the group, and he was there, but then his former best friend, Kevin Owens, came in, so this whole bitch storyline has been going for over a year. Gotcha. Okay, so you're excited about WrestleMania in April, Jamika. Are you going? Where is it? No, so I won't be going this year, but eventually that will be a goal. Okay. Where is it this yes. year? LA. Yes, uh tagline is WrestleMania goes Hollywood. That's on my bucket list too, <laughs> is to go to a WrestleMania. I thought you went to one. Like did wasn't I, it in St. Louis one year? Fuck no. <laughs> it's never been a WrestleMania, but we've a- had we've had we've had Royal Rumbles in St. Louis. We've had uh, other pay per views. We've had SmackDowns. We have Raws. I've been to those that have pay per views there, but we've never had a WrestleMania. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, their their tickets are like Beyonce tickets. Yeah, I see. Well, that and also sense. with because it's kind of like you know when they say like the Super Bowl halftime, how like they don't pay the artist and. It's up to the artists to do do it because then, you know, they get all the extra exposure. Well, now cities have to bid on they want WrestleMania because you get all the WrestleCons and things like that for the weekend. And, and like the city makes a lot of money. So cities yeah. have to bid if they want to do WrestleMania now. Okay. And so this is WrestleMania 38? Once they started doing Roman numerals, they lost me. I'm I'm looking it up and I'm like, okay, I want a list of all the locations. 
And then it stopped at 36 in 2020. And I'm like, I don't, why, why would this list stop? Like, wh what were we doing here? Well, that's when the pandemic where they were just. Okay, so Florida I'm sorry, is, is, is WrestleMania 39? Sorry. Okay. Hmm. It's older than us. Yes. Because WrestleMania 3. Oh, I, I thought, I thought you, oh, wait, wait, no. No, it was it started in '85. It's, it's it's younger than me. It's older <laughs> than me. Yeah, some old motherfuckers. Chad, <laughs> have you ever been to a wrestling event? Um, yeah. So I feel like I told this story on uh, the episode, maybe the first episode Nelson and Steve were on. Mm -hmm. Um, there was um. I don't know what tier of wrestling, but it was it was here and it was me, Nelson, a third friend of ours. And we met up with, you know, we were hanging out all day and then we went to wrestling and then we met up with Samantha and one of her friends. And uh -huh. it was it was kind of cool. Like my thing with a lot of like sports is like I don't want to watch this on TV, but I'll go to like any sporting event because like it's different going live versus watching it on TV. Yeah, that's true. So it was really cool true. seeing it in person. Like it was, a, it was a small venue. They were doing the thing, and I was like, "This is really neat." Yeah, when I get back, we need to. I take you to a wrestling event. Let's do it. Like, or, well, okay, when you get back, back, not when you're visiting, because you know. nah. Okay. I mean, who knows? Well, if I'm visiting and they got a wrestling event, I might go. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure they probably got some amateur stuff. One night. They right. have amateur night at um the Shafits on the twenty fifth at the Taco and Margarita Festival that we have. The twenty fifth of March. Yes, where mm. the tickets sold out in like two days. Of course, oh, everybody loves see. tacos and margaritas. Oh, that's um that's when uh, Matt's going to be steering the ship because I'm going to be out of town. Yes. Oh, it's the twenty fifth. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, you told that person the wrong date? I told him the 18th. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> so we got like 50 people on the 100th episode. <laughs> um, so uh, do you have any traveling coming up? So for me, nothing really set in stone. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get to maybe Chicago for an expo like C2E2? April 29th. Oh no, that's not C two E two. No. Where are you trying to go? But I'm, um, it's a at Prairie State College. There's a a small business expo, just to get out of St. Louis and do something different that I've never done. I get. But that. I'm like, other than Chicago and Vegas, I'm like, I need somewhere else to visit. I mean, it's a, it's a billion places to go to in the country. I know, but I was like, okay, well, we did Mall of America last year. Um, yeah. we did Atlanta last year. That was gonna be my answer. I was like, I was gonna say what Atlanta. Um, <laughs> uh, you could go to Detroit and see the Robocop statue. They have a Robocop statue, really? I keep saying that. I know that they were trying to build one, but I don't know if they actually did. Let me see. Mm. Let's see here. Um, yes, it is a real thing. Uh, da, 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 I'm about to derail us even more. 
So, you know, this got me thinking. So Detroit has RoboCop. You know, Philly has the Rocky, Rocky. statue. Yeah. Has there ever been a movie in St. Louis that we could have a statue of a fictional person? Um, not exactly. So are you familiar with the um, Escape from L.A., Escape from New York movies? Snake Plissken. I, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. Same. Uh, they filmed a lot of the second movie, Escape from L.A. in East St. Louis. Oh. Um, but yeah, we don't really have a franchise because it's like we have a lot of it's it's funny too because we have a, a good amount of actors from St. Louis. And you know, James Gunn, you know, James Gunn, James Gunn is from St. Louis. And yeah, I know. He he needs yeah, he needs to to bring a project home. The guy from Mad Men. Yeah, John Hamm. No, well, I I I called um uh, James Gunn out specifically because like he makes movies. Movies, right. He was like, shit, I made it out of St. Louis. I ain't ever going back. But no, okay, so like just the, I don't know, we, I'm sorry, listeners, we're all over the, the place. I'm drinking coffee on an empty stomach. My my blood sugar's low. But um, so I learned this a few weeks ago, but uh, so let the last of us, right? Um, what's Joel's girlfriend's name? Uh, starts with a t right tess yeah yeah so in the video game the woman that did motion capture for her she's from st louis and she also acts acts like she had a big role on that show 24 back in the 2000s Mm -hmm. and i was really curious as to why she didn't reprise her role on the show because they're sprinkling in video game actors in the in the show and apparently she died like around the episode around the time of episode three from like cancer and like 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 once more she's from st louis Mm. and so she would have probably been battling it when they were filming right but um sorry travel detroit you know there's robocop you like matt said you could go to philly um you could go to dc uh the african-american museum is really dope as shit I've been to DC once, but yeah, I didn't do too much traveling because I was thrown off driving past the White House and it, it, was, it was a different time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> different time. I'm like, that's uh, like suicide. <laughs> um, I'll say this. Um while you do, it is encouraged that you get um reservations for um the Smithsonian's, specifically the African American Museum, when I went in um, 2019. But mm-hmm. if you show your identification, and I don't mean your state ID, um, you can get in because that's how okay. I got in. Okay. Just I just showed it to them at the door, and they was like, "Oh, you good? You one of us?" Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry, not your black card, the other one. Right. <laughs> got you. <laughs> um, you got any travel coming up, Matt? Wait, well, not not that, but anything outside of what you're what's on the outline? Uh no, not right now. Still I gotta get up get up the money and everything. Still wanna see go up to uh USJ, wanna see uh USJ? Universal Studio Universal Studios Japan. Oh Mario um, Land. Uh, want to get up to Tokyo, um, 
But now it's like, instead of making that big jump, I'm about to try little jumps and just start doing stuff that's like, you know, maybe an hour away this way, an hour away that mm-hmm, way, just mm-hmm. just to get out things before I start putting down this money for airplanes and stuff like that. I get that. Um, so in two weeks, well, yeah, in two weeks, I've got a trip to Iowa with my daughter and Samantha because um so Samantha's from Iowa and our daughter has never been there so she wants to you know introduce her to family that she's never met and you know we're gonna look at some farm animals and stuff and all that stuff a good family trip I like that so if you say you drive like an hour here or there what's in driving range for you there's different cities, like different, just different. Like, for example, if I was like, I don't know, what's an hour away from Florissant? Um, Somewhere in Illinois. Right. Just like, I'll look it up real quick and be like, what they got going over here? And then, oh, let's do this or let's do that. Because like Japan has a lot of like unique things. Like there's, they re- they have these different places where it's like, I forget where it's at, but it's just deer, but deer just walking around. Like they're not in a farm, not a, a farm. They're not in a zoo or nothing like that. And they're like uh, domesticated basically because people feed them and everything. So you just see deer just walking around the streets and everything. They know how to use the crosswalks and stuff <laughs> like that. So I'll, I want to I wanna go to that place. They have another place like that for cats too, where it's just so many cats around. So it's like small stuff like that to where I would like to just see this stuff and, you know, just get out the normal area of this and just explore Japan more. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, what's your last thing? So the last thing is um, I'm looking for new things to do, like in the local area, besides going to the shooting range or um I went to we actually went to Put Shack a couple weeks ago and that was like my f- first time there in the fa- city foundry. I've yeah, never I didn't yeah, know anything a, about that. Went a couple weeks ago. It's really cool. You don't have to take score mat. Like the ball has like uh stuff in it, like computer stuff. So like every time you hit it, it like it tracks it. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, oh, you, that's just, cool. yeah. you just follow the score on the boards. Have you uh, been to a rage room? No. Uh, uh, but yeah, we talked about that. Oh, you talking to her? I'm sorry. I'm like, sir, <laughs> you were here two weeks ago. <laughs> right. Well, she yeah. said she didn't want to do things to do. So yeah, yeah the rage room was pretty fun. Uh, pricey, but fun. Basically, uh, oh no, since you've done it more recently, you can explain to her what it is. Yeah, pretty much you pay whatever and you can pick weapons and just break stuff. Okay. It was fun. Um, what what area is it in? Uh, Fenton. It's in like Jefferson County. Okay. Yeah. So it's not too too. Wait. Yeah, you're 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 on the Missouri side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not too too far. Okay. Um. Let's see. That putt putt. Um. Hmm. What do I do? Food. <laughs> um. You got any places that throws axes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been axe throwing. I, I don't think I've ever talked about that on the show. 
Uh, X Nine is it's fine. Like it got it got old like real quick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because it's still, you're throwing it at the exact same target, you know. Right. There was a when I was in town. Uh, Jordan took me to a spot. I don't know where it was at, but it was like they had. Uh, it was free to get in. You play like uh, table tennis. They had like basketball, uh, and then you oh. buy drinks. Oh, um, you guys went to Westport Social. Yeah, we went there, but it was like once you play a couple games of paint of a uh, table tennis and you shoot a couple hoops, and it's kind of like, all right, what do we do now? <laughs> so so they kind of like they have karaoke there too. Oh, where was that at? It's that, uh, you like might upstairs. Yes, yeah, upstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't go upstairs. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm ah dang, I feel like I'm on the spot. Like, where's the place you can go? Shit. Um, that's all I got. Just um just start a just start a family podcast. Just just do that. <laughs> it it absorbs so much of your time. It absorbs right. more time than you think it will. <laughs> but um, Matt, um just to hop back on the traveling topic um you're gonna go on a little excursion next week yes um nwr for the base was like hey we're giving tickets away for this baseball game free tickets all you have to do is just comment what day you want to go and then you'd be entered in a drawing and i was thinking i was gonna win so then i put the date and then like a week later they was like congratulations you won and i was like oh really like this is a thing now. Now I actually got a plan for this and everything. And it's only two tickets too. So oh. I was kind of like, I was oh. only doing it. I was only doing it just to see. And then, but I said, I didn't think I was actually going to win. But then I won and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so then I was like, um, went, I was excited. I went to the office and I was like, hey, uh, she's like, can I help you? I was like, here, I, I want tickets. And she was like, tickets to, and I was like, oh, sorry, tickets to the baseball game. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So I got my tickets, and then I'm looking on there because I'm like, there's no seat number on there. And it's in Japanese, too. So then I had a coworker read it, and they were like, no, these are like the free tickets. You bring this to the counter, then they give you your actual ticket. So I was like, uh, okay. But then um, I had the wife call up there, and yeah, so when they get there, we're going to present these two free tickets, but then we're going to be like, hey, we're going to purchase another ticket so we can all sit together so then my son can go. So uh, yeah, we're gonna plan up to. We're gonna, it's in Fukuoka. Uh, we're gonna go. I'm gonna take off work that day, drive up there, have fun, sightsee before the game, and do that. And foreshadowing, we you talked about how you like stuff live, not in person. I do not care for baseball at all. Yeah, but you know, like you said, it's 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 better live, and plus. Um, like, for example, it's like, you know, it's one thing if you go to a soccer game in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. It's a whole nother thing if you go to the soccer game in, like, U.K. or Mexico or something like that. That's more a, livelier and That's stuff. a bucket list item. I want to go uh, for, for, for our cousin Josh. I want to go to a football game and just yeah. and see those hooligans just, just tear that stadium up. That's, that's a bucket list item. Right. And apparently that's how baseball games are in Japan, where they're like, 
super hyped and things like that. So I'm excited because I've never done it before. So it should be a should be a good time. Yeah, please. I am very much looking forward to hearing about that. All right. So I'll be taking videos. We can post it on our social media and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, always always in promoter mode. Always. Right. Um, you been watching anything? Yeah. Speaking of uh the other side of the pond. What's oh, what's the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, across the pond. Across the pond. There we go. Uh I was <laughs> I saw that uh, Netflix dropped uh, the new Luther movie starring Idris Elba, right? Did you watch the and show, Any? I did not watch the show with him as Idris Elba. I watched... Hmm? Oh, no, wait. That's a different show. Forget what I just said. Let's get there. No, I did not watch the show. I did not watch the show with him. Jamaica? No, I haven't watched it. I saw, like, the first season. I'm like, this is okay. And then I saw, like, the first episode of season two, and I'm like, this is stupid. Oh, it was. So I read something on Reddit or something. They were like, oh, man, this this is trash. But for some reason, it said it was trash. I was like, oh, wait, maybe let me check this out. <laughs> so, so that's why I watched it, because that one person said it wasn't good. It was OK. It was, it was a, it's a nice little cop-ish detective movie. Uh, basically, well, you watch the show, so you know how everything he does is not always by the book, right? He he has a heavy hand. Right. So basic and I'm gonna spoil it. It's okay. Cause I don't reckon if you want to watch it, watch it's fine. <laughs> uh, it's he basically things happen. His uh not following by the book gets him handed up, he gets arrested. But then his killers out there um killing people. So then he breaks out of jail to he breaks this- out of jail to solve a crime. Correct. But so now you have the police after him, and now you have this killer after him. So he has to coincide with both. But like he's still on the up and up. So like as he's like, there's this one part where he's chasing the killer through the through the subway tunnels, and he's like wrestling with him. And then one of the cops show up, and he's like, uh, he's telling him them both uh, freeze. He's like, uh, Luther was like, just handcuff the guy, and then you can arrest me. The fucking cop hits Luther in the head. The bad guy cuts this dude. And I was like, just listen to him. He said, I'm going to give myself up. Just handcuff the bad guy. But whatever. But So he's like being nice to the police, even though they're after him to arrest him. And he's trying to catch this killer. So I guess it's a good three out of five star movie. I too have been, you know, going down the Netflix rabbit hole. Uh, rolling the dice on those Netflix originals. I saw The Strays. Um, this is the one where in the trailer, like there's a very light-skinned woman, maybe biracial. Uh, she's living in a white community and like the pressures of like being around all those white people is making her crack. That's the impression you get from the trailers. Um, I too am going to spoil this movie, but not because it was bad. Problem is it doesn't get good until the end which is the inverse of a lot of movies where it's like the setup is like, wow. And then we don't stick the landing. We stuck the landing, but you gotta, you gotta want it to get through that other dumb shit. (laughs) So basically the whole conceit is um, 
she's a woman in her 40s very close to 50 and she has like uh two teenage kids and they live in a very white community uh they're biracial she has a white husband and they're like the only non-white people in this community and she there's like a new black janitor at the school that the kids go to and she works at the school too and then there her husband hired a nice young black woman to like answer the phones and stuff and it turns out that these two black people are actually her children from she basically had these kids young in life and she abandoned them and started her new life with her white husband and so they find her to confront her and it turns very dark like they ended up killing her white husband and they're threatening the whole family at you know knife point because this is the, the, it's, it's 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 set in the UK so they don't have guns mm-hmm. and um yeah basically she just leaves all those motherfuckers she's like I'm good bump this fuck, fuck all y'all <laughs> and I'm like I respect this ending because like she was nothing but consistent she's like look shit's getting too heavy I don't want to deal with this I'm leaving my family. So like that's why I gave it three stars because like I respect this ending, but like the begin like how he got here was just we didn't have to we didn't have to go down this road because like it opens with like just textbook, oh yes, racism in in the world now, the black experience. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, microaggressions. Yeah, she's wearing wigs and and makeup. Oh, to, you you saying look it? white? <laughs> Do you have any other commentary? No, same as you. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> that was it. That's all I could say. But yeah, oh. the ending oh. could have been at the beginning, and we could have been done with this. <laughs> this could have been a, this could have been a short film, right? <laughs> Um, so I want to touch on something. I asked you guys if y'all wanted to see this and neither one of y'all fucking responded to me. So that's cool. So basically you remember, you guys remember, you know, there's been a lot of turmoil over at Warner brothers. Like they've been canceling projects left and right. And we got mm-hmm. our first leak of a finished project. It's called Scooby-Doo and crypto Two. It was going to be a direct-to-video Scooby-Doo movie that crosses over with the Justice League and shit. Mm-hmm. And this just continues to like give us hope that at some point we will get a leak of Batgirl. But, I um, hope so. It's, it's, it's fine. Like It's for kids. The mystery was pretty solid. The only thing I didn't care for, and this is because... I wouldn't say because I'm an adult, but because like I know like you kind of appreciate this kind of stuff. I don't really care for like elaborate fighting scenes in in like media. So like when you recommended like an anime to me, I'm like I don't really care about all this fighting stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like at the end, you know they have they have the big fighting scene against the bad guy, and I'm like I don't care. Like I'm not gonna fast forward this, but I'm gonna pull my phone out now because like I don't I don't. Care. <laughs> that's like the best parts of movies is the fight scenes <laughs> i don't care man it's like i'm here for like the story and the dialogue i don't need the fight we know where the fight's gonna go you know okay but no it was all it was all right like i don't get why they i mean this i don't really know how directed video movies do in this digital age but it was fine 
um, what was besides just two media properties? What was like the point of Scooby Doo meeting up with DC characters? Well, they've had crossovers in the past. It's just another, you know, Scooby Doo always doing some shit. Either he crossing over with somebody, or they they doing some wacky shit. And was it just Scooby Doo? Was it the whole gang? No, it was the it was the it's the mystery gang, and the, the 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 plot was that the Justice League went missing, but Crypto was there, so it was the two dogs and the mystery gang trying to solve what happened to the Justice League. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I watched Screen Four last night. It's my second favorite Screen movie, and um, I watched it in preparation of seeing Scream Six. I saw it with friend of the show um, Caitlin today, and. Scream 6 is good. It's better than the fifth movie, the fifth Scream movie, which we reviewed last year. But without getting too into it, I'm going to say that I didn't care for the ending. Like, I don't like it in movies where, like, they're like, okay, I was the, I I am the bad guy. And now throughout this whole movie, I was acting like a human. Now I'm just turning the crazy up to, to level 10. And I'm just, you know, bug-eyed and i'm just acting insane i I don't like that Mm -hmm. because like the reason why this is happening it makes sense you know and like who is involved in this it makes sense but that turn really kind of ruined it for me how was it that nev wasn't in it so i feel like courtney cox shouldn't have been in it either because like the especially i didn't think she needed to be in the last one honestly right <laughs> but it was fine because like the characters all moved the the surviving characters all moved to new york and so it doesn't make sense for sydney who lives in california and has a husband and a child to appear in new york right. it didn't fully make sense for courtney cox to be in new york either but mm-hmm. they 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 forced it Okay. Yeah. But I don't know, like there's like a lot of cool stuff. Like the like the opening, like it felt did you ever watch the first Scream, Matt? Yeah. When it first, yeah. And Jamika, you've seen Scream, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know how like we the very first Scream opens and it just like subverts your expectations of like how this should work in a horror movie. I feel like they got some of that magic back for this one because mm-hmm. It opens like the standard screen way and then the kill happens, but it doesn't cut to the screen logo. It keeps going and it follows the killer. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it, 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 it does like little things. And like in this one, they make commentary on like franchises. Which, yes, but they also got some of the we we live in an age where like everything's a fucking franchise now so for you to like not really um account for f- certain factors makes no sense like they were like yeah so we're in a franchise so not only are legacy characters uh expendable new characters are expendable too and i immediately thought of the sixth jurassic world movie the sixth jurassic park movie where you had legacy characters and new characters in there and nobody fucking died right so like right, no yeah. no 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 movie don't don't make it sound like you actually going to kill some characters because you're not right did you have to scream before the movie started no what do you mean 
Uh, I saw a video where in a movie theater, they had to scream and, and bring that volume up before the movie started. But I just want to mention something real quick is that um, they got this Korean TV show called The Glory on Netflix. So it was about a woman who was um, bullied. Like the synopsis read, like a woman was bullied and basically she's out for revenge Ooh. on her high school bullies, right? Man. It was hard to watch. How so? The way they bullied her. It was hard to watch. Like when I say bully, I mean, it was burning her arms with curling irons and irons. It was like, it was hard to watch. Like at one point I was like trying to like, I kind of like fast forward it on there. It was just like, I couldn't, it's just very hard to watch somebody get bullied like that. It was, it was horrible. Um, so you're into torture yeah. porn, huh? Fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. But like it it gets uh like it's a it's a, a good plot. Um once they get once you if you can stomach the the actual bullying of this girl when she's in high school and like she's living by herself in like a little shack and then like, her fr- like these are all the rich kids and uh, Matt, school hmm? this is a six this is a 16 episode tv show oh i haven't i'm only on episode four right now episode four you said this was a movie you knew there was multiple parts oh sorry i meant to say tv show my bad yeah it's multiple parts sorry i meant to say sh- tv show man you know how i feel what? about all these goddamn tv shows right so you your heart, Chad. talking about the trigger warning right trigger right. people yeah. i am triggered yeah. now <laughs> good well don't well I, I say do if you want to it's but it, like to me it's a good plot to where basically she ch- I like the pettiness in her and the revengefulness in her because this happened in high school she drops out and basically she dedicates the rest of her life to fuck these people over and that yeah. is commitment so I the, love that about this this is essentially the Count of Monte Cristo I don't know. I haven't seen that. It's a well, it was a book, but um, there have been several screen adaptations where um, this man was done dirty, and he got sent to prison for some shit he didn't do. And his cellmates like, "Hey, man, like you know, when I was young and not in jail, I was a thief, and I had you know, here's where this money is at, and I'm gonna help you get out." And he dies in prison, and that's a whole thing. But basically, he uses his cellmates' money to exact revenge on those who wronged him. Mm. And I am here for this because she drops out because of the bullying, right? She drops out of school. She gets a job in like a factory or, and, or let me back up real quick. When she dropped out, like the last interaction she had with the main bully was like, she, the main bully was talking about, she wants to get married, a rich, marry a rich person and have a kid or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So she drops out. She gets a job working at a factory. She she learned by herself. She gets her GED and everything. She goes to college to become a teacher. And I want to assume that's going to play into the main bully as she gets older. She gets married, has a kid, and does something with the kid. I'm all for this pettiness, uh, anger, where you where you devote your whole life <laughs> to just to this one, to this one goal. Right. And I'm 
I'm here for it right now. But once you get past that first bullying, yeah, that was hard to watch. Uh, it's been good. So I will keep you guys updated. If I Right now, I'm all into it. We'll see if that 16 episodes, eh, we'll see if I stay into it. But as of <laughs> right now, I'm all on board. Okay. okay. Um, so that takes us to this week's discussion of The Last of Us, episode eight. So, Jamika, why don't you tell us your thoughts on the series so far? My personal thoughts on the series. Well, are you are, did you play the video games or how are you familiar with the lore? I'm familiar with the video games, um, but I haven't played them. No. Okay. And I was okay. So the last episode I watched was when the ground opened up and everything came out the ground. Oh, they were in <laughs> Kansas. Yeah. So I'm like, what happened? What is this? So um, yeah, I'm all over the place with that right now. Okay. What were your thoughts on it overall? <laughs> Up to that point, I was with it. Like, okay, I'm I'm following this, what's going on, thinking it's like, you know, the apocalypse, zombies, all that type stuff. And then um I don't know what was going through that little girl's mind when she thought just putting her blood on that boy's cup was going to heal him. Well, <laughs> she she's like, I'm the cure, right? And she's a kid, too. Right. So it, it, was, it was sad that it didn't work. I was like, oh, okay, is this going to work? I was heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what were your thoughts on episode eight? Um, we're going to, we're going to, well, you say you're familiar with the game, right? Yes. All right, we're not holding back. Matt, what are your thoughts on episode eight? Um, I got a... What's the word I'm looking for? I felt like, I was like, oh, like the whole fast forward to the fire and in the, in that uh, restaurant thing. I remember playing that in the game. Uh, and It wasn't the person in the game. It was a monster, right? No, no. She she killed him. She killed David in that restaurant. But I'm like, remember we had to keep running around and doing and hiding. You were running. You were running away from him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah. I I think the I think one of the things I, I enjoy about the movie or the TV show is that when I point when I can picture stuff from the game and how it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, I enjoyed this one. There wasn't a bad. Um, this, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I did not uh, enjoy. Um, just another, another solid episode. What were your thoughts on the acting, specifically Bella Ramsey? Top notch, top notch, always. I wish yeah. we could. Uh, I wish she was on my um, Oscar board. I put her for every single category. <laughs> but I, uh, no, she, 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 she's amazing. Yeah, like I, it's I'm not even nomination. She needs to win an Emmy for th- this uh, next upcoming year. Like the work that she's been putting in this season of television, like it needs to be recognized with an award. Like she is fucking coming to work every week and doing the fucking thing. So I never watched Game of Thrones. She was on that, right? Yeah, I w- I wasn't watching during her seasons. 
because uh, I was going to say, was she, is this kind of like a leap for her? Now she's like, she kicked up a high gear or she was like, they was both was amazing then too. So the thing is like with Game of Thrones, like it's a British production with money. And so mm-hmm. they don't fuck around. Like if you're not coming to like actually act, you're not getting cast. Okay. So I have no doubt that she knocked that shit out the fucking park on her episodes. Cause like the show is acted, it was acted extremely well. Just the writing wasn't always great. Once they <laughs> once they got past the source material. Got you. Um, what do you think about the episode? I liked it, but like last week I was like, I'm just I feel I'm feeling some fatigue here. Like I like the episode. Bella Ramsey's like crushing it. I feel like they were holding back somewhat on the pedophilia. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to go because they never actually. It yeah, was they were super subtle. Right. Yeah. I mean, they kind of set it up where he was like, I was a teacher. Now I'm a holy man. They was like, huh? Right. Uh, right. Uh? And, then, and then he grabbed her hand and kind of was like, yeah. held her like that. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like they could have gone a little bit harder with in that direction. I'm not saying she should have been assaulted. Not saying that at all. But like they could have done a little bit more to really hammer home. Like it's just too many people in this world you can't trust. Right. But um, I, I like the episode. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Like the Joel from the game played the David's number two. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was neat, like how they're sprinkling them in. Like the woman that plays Ellie in the game, she's going to be on the show next week. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I'm i enjoying the show. Like, show's excellent. I'm a little tired. I'm a little concerned because I didn't realize this was just nine episodes in season one. And I'm like, I don't know how satisfied i'm going to be with this finale because like we've had two in a row that were good but i don't feel like they were they've been touching what the rest of the season has been doing right because right now where does this season end it ends in the hospital it's been so long i played the game i'm sure but it feels like they reached they reached the goal they you know because the whole point of, of game one is Ellie needs to meet up with the fireflies and they need to do what they need to do to get the the um the cure. Right? Right. And so we know how the hospital scene ends. Right. Right. So you know how you know how sad that's going to be? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so yeah. I, I'm, I just, not, I'm, not, I'm thinking in particular that I was thinking about her acting in this for their hey, man, I, man. I, I'm just gonna be like, that's that's gonna be so fucking sad. <laughs> yes, yes. You're gonna you're gonna feel her anger, right? And her yeah. sadness and her disappointment. Yeah. So yeah, man. I I'm hoping it's a good one. I really want them to set season two up in this next episode. I really want them to do that. I yeah, part, part of me feels like they aren't gonna do that. They're because they if already get green lit for season two, right? I'm not sure. I just something just feels off. 
and I don't know. It's just because like I wasn't in love with these last two episodes, so I just don't have full confidence. But, I think that's what it is. Where it's like the first couple episodes, like they were, it's like they was maybe also we was doing Velma during these days and stuff like that to where it's like mm. our sh- we 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 were like ah oh, this shit is amazing acting blah 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 and then, yes it was but it's kind of like it's still great but it's like like you said it's it's yeah, I mean that that's a good point like there is a correlation like when we stopped reviewing Velma episodes we was like this isn't as good because it wasn't giving it that boost <laughs> that's right right <laughs> So maybe that's it, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm hoping it's going to be an amazing episode. I really want them to set season two up, and I really want them to make make a woman get that big that can also act. Right. That's yeah. Because what was her name again? Um. Uh. Um, I can see her, Abby. Her name's Abby. 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 Yeah, uh, that's right, Abby. It says two days ago, HBO officially renewed for season two. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, then they need to do a little uh, Marvel thing and uh, do something to set this up for uh, season two. Yeah. 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 What if they don't make her like Abby? Like Buff? Yeah. I mean, I can see them doing that because it's like you're asking a lot of your actor because of how they need to look at the beginning and how they need to look at the end does not correlate with how they look in the middle. And that's dangerous doing that to a person. Do you think her being buff in the, or her being buff in the game, was that, was the, her not being buff, I should say, will that mess up any plots? I think, so the whole, how how familiar are you with um, part two? Jamaica. um not too familiar with it okay i'm gonna tiptoe so mm-hmm. the whole point of season two is like revenge right what does that do to a person and so her whole journey of revenge like they like visually represented that in abby with her being so big and the visual representation of it in ellie was the physical loss that she had that she started to accumulate throughout the game mm-hmm. and so like it's that parallel right of like one person is losing while the other person is gaining and eventually they sort of meet in the middle so like i feel like it is somewhat integral to the non-verbal storytelling but it's going to be harder to do that in live action right yeah but i'll be here for it i'll be here for it i mean i have no doubt that the 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 writing will be solid and like once more if they adapt this shit you know correctly which they probably are belly ram bella ramsey also needs another fucking emmy because we're calling it now she's getting one for season one we're calling it now do you consider her um the she's star the or co-star? She's a leading. She's the, she's the co-star, but she would be the lead actress. Okay. But I'm I mean, trying to think of all, all the different awards that she like. But that's gonna that's gonna shake up in season two. Right. 
Yeah. I just can't wait. I want to see who they get for Abby. So I, well, I normally I like to root for chaos, but I don't like to root for chaos in a sense of like because I know the internet's going to be yeah. No matter no, no matter who they pick, the internet is not going to like it. So I don't root for that kind of chaos. You know, I saw something just recently, uh, maybe last week, where the woman that did the motion capture for Abby, she made a tweet about how she's still getting hate mail from her work in that game and she's like bro i'm a fucking actor like all i did was read a script that's all i fucking what? did what, what is a hate mail for uh because of what her character did in part two and they're oh. calling they're calling her a capital c and they hope she dies and she's like i i'm i'm screenshotting and putting this here because it's like i'm an actor what do you right. want from me and right that same abuse is going to happen to whatever actress they cast for that role. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, there, no matter what they do, they, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it sucks that people are that fucking stupid. Right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm here for it though. They, I, I'll be here. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. But all right, um, that takes us to this week's discussion of Nightmare Alley. Step right up and behold one of the unexplained mysteries of the universe. Is he man or beast? This creature has been examined by the foremost scientists and pronounced unequivocally a man. I am prepared to offer you folks one last chance to witness this supreme oddity. Where did it come from? A grifter working his way up from low-ranking carnival working to lauded psychic medium matches wits with a psychologist bent on exposing him that is very spoilerish i, I just copied this from imdb i didn't read it like, <laughs> god damn <laughs> okay so uh jamika why don't you lead us in this discussion okay so to me starting off i thought this movie was going to be about the without reading the imdb I thought it was actually going to be about the bees. Oh, the um, at the, the, uh, at the, the carnival. <laughs> okay, okay. Me and you here. That's what I thought this story was going to be about. <laughs> I, just th- I just thought it was just going to be about carnival life and like Nightmare right. Alley about like how carnivals in like the what were we the thirties like that <laughs> sh- that, like that shit is like horrific and I'm like okay yeah. um that's well, what yeah, this like, movie's about all right. That's what I thought it was going to circle around carnival life, the beast, and everything else like that, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then when it switched to all the other stuff, I'm like, oh, okay. And at first it seemed like um Brad has sympathy for the beast. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was gonna like let him go or something like that. And or he was gonna get loose or something for it to be like nightmare alley and start attacking people or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> so then for it to turn out to be the way it was, I'm like, okay. And then greed took over. I'm like, okay, I see that. And even with all the warnings about playing yeah. with this dark stuff, I'm like, okay, <laughs> several people warned you. And 
So I'm like, okay, so watching it, I'm like, he asked for it. They told him not to do what he did and like just playing the mind games with people. And he ended up to me. I was like, okay. So when when it's like, okay, so you're the geek now. It's like, okay, so now you're the beast. <laughs> it, it, it just comes full circle. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Matt? Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Not bad. Um, we talked about, I thought it was going to be a different way. But uh, when I was watching, I remember when he went to go give, uh, forget his name, the, the husband. And as soon as he grabbed that liquor, because I remember the dude was like poison on the right side, alcohol on the left side. So as soon as he grabbed it on the right side, I was like, what are you doing? That's poison. <laughs> and then he gave it to him. So uh, it was weird that like, I was like, is he going to have a, like, is it going to be some kind of side, not side quest, like a side mission when he had sex with the wife of the yeah, dude? Is, is that going to, right, is that going to be, a, but then that was like a one-time thing and then that was it. And then we just moved on. He was like, kind of like they sung going for, he was teaching them things. Um, I really wish they would have leaned more into the carnival life of doing things. Like, I like the whole explaining, he coming up with the idea for the chair mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but then the, the twist at the end where he became, I mean, you get a lot of movies like this where he's like the nice guy and he gets the girl and then she believes him and then they go to a different city and then he starts treating her bad and becoming the asshole because he's getting famous and got money. Um, I mean, he was the asshole the whole time, though. To her? Not to her? No, Not he to... was... No, no. He, Bradley Cooper, was an asshole the entire movie. Even to... What's the girl's name? I want to say Molly, but that don't sound right. Oh, uh um, You know what I'm talking the, about. The... the electric girl. Yeah, electric girl. I'm not saying he's uh, being mean to her, but, like, he was a piece of shit. The movie opens with him setting his father on fire. Well, he was... Yeah. And then it's like, he... He he already had intentions of like stealing that book, right? Right. And then, what was the point? I mean, that's what was the point of him carrying around the radio, though? Uh, maybe it was a possession of his father's or something. Right, but he had to watch for that, so I was just wondering why he took the radio too. I mean, look, man, it's it's the thirties. What entertainment you got, my guy? That's true. That's true. They need yeah, whatever they could do. Yeah. Um. It was a very expensive radio. Apparently. $5. I mean, I'm not <laughs> shitting on it because, like, the fucking markup on that in today's money. Right. Exactly. Um. So, I'm going to be honest. I was not feeling this movie at first. Like, all that carnival shit, I was like, I hate this. What are we doing? <laughs> Guillermo del Toro, like, my, my good sir, what the fuck is this shit? And then it, it they do the two-year jump, and this is like, He's conning people. And I'm like, okay, I'm interested. And it's like, they've got their act down about like the things you say to kind of, um, to signal, you know, what's what, how they're playing everybody. And then Kate Blanchett comes on and he just reads her up and down. I was like, D does he know her? Like, how does he know about the gun? Like what is happening here? And like how he just goes deeper and deeper. And like the whole point, they were like, 
Do not do fucking spook shows. Don't give people hope. This is just a trick. And he just right. keeps going down this line. And then it's like that ends up um, Crick causing a murder suicide. I was like, yeah, I didn't see that coming, but that makes sense. That fucking makes sense. This is why you don't fucking do this, right? Right. And usually like you do one and you you like any kind of grifter. You you do one and you get out. You don't stay there doing more grifting with these people. Right. You're eventually gonna get caught. Yeah. And then like he he's he's working on like a basically a powerful rich man. Like we got some Howard Hughes energy. And I'm like, dude, everybody's like, fucking stop, bro. Like, what the fuck right. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like he, he uh, with a sentence, this man can have you killed and everybody that you've ever known. And you just keep poking the bear. And it's like you barely know Kate Blanchett and you leaving all your fucking money in her safe? My dude, exactly. <laughs> what in the fuck is wrong with you? So it's like, I like that story and he got exactly what was coming to him. And so I was like, I'm fine with what's happening here because you fucking suck, dude. You fucked up. You fucked up. But, one, but then I did get, not sad, but I was disappointed at the end where he had the baby eye thing and he was mm. like the other one the carnival broke up or whatever mm-hmm. i was like oh they broke up or they I mean, split up or whatever i was like it's been years though you know yeah but i, I did laugh when he was like you sort of like pissed <laughs> right <laughs> any other thoughts before we push forward i thought that was a trip um having that woman put on that white dress and cover her hands and blood and stuff. I was like, that is crazy. And like, how are you going to be like, he's a mentalist. Like he speaks to ghosts. How is he supposed to make a ghost appear? Exactly. Right. Like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Also, I fucking loved that um, he was talking about in his therapy sessions about how his father was like a religious nut. Mm-hmm. And in his act on the rich man, he was pushing religion on him. I'm like, dude, like, are you not, are we not self-aware? They usually not. And y'all already know how I felt about when he started drinking. Cause I was like, all right. I was like, good. We got a good, nice, clean, non-drinking <laughs> character in here. And then he turned and I was like, that's what I'm saying. I think when he, when he drank that, I was like, what are you doing? You don't drink. Right. You never drink. And then he did. I was like, that that's how yeah. I be feeling, man. That's how I be feeling. We gotta keep it, <laughs> we gotta keep it tight. What do y'all think the rotten tomatoes is on this movie? Usually have a general idea or something. This is kind of I could see people liking it. I can see people not liking it. Right. I say this, this movie flopped because it came out at a very bad time. It came out during COVID. Oh. But that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Right. Uh, I say uh, 55. I say 66. 81% with 350 reviews. Wow. Wow. The audience score was 68. So they did like it. Yeah, I gave it like a three and a half on Letterboxd because it was like, I didn't care for that first half, but I appreciate that setup. Nah, I, I'm opposite of you. I want them to make a whole movie about carny life. Mm-hmm. That's gonna... And I didn't watch it until yesterday to last night. 
And I was going to text. I was going to be like, Chad, why do you have me watching this dumb movie? Pick something else. But I figured it was too late. It was. It was. <laughs> there's, there's always times where, where I'm like, Chad, this movie is fucking stupid. But then I'm like, no, I'm about to save this for the podcast. <laughs> I don't want him to know my thoughts on it till we get on. <laughs> so trivia time. This actor was originally picked for the lead role in Nightmare Alley. But when negotiations fell through due to not reaching a financial agreement, Bradley Cooper replaced A, Leonardo DiCaprio, B, Robert Downey Jr., C, Colin Farrell, or D, Jared Leto? Leonardo. Ooh, I can see all of them playing this role. Um, That's why I picked those three. Right. Financially, you know, Leo about his money. Uh, So is Robert. Yeah, Robert. Wait, when did this movie come out? 2001. So I will say this, though. This movie, this, this movie. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this movie started production before COVID. Like they were in the middle of production and they had to be halted because of mm-hmm. COVID-19. So yeah. they started filming 2019, 2020. All right. Robert was still doing his. Uh, no, he wasn't. Iron, he was doing with Iron Man. All right. Infinity War came out in 2019, so they probably filmed it around 2018. I mean, I go Robert. Uh, yeah, Jamaica, it was, it was Leo. But it like, me, uh, like you said, Leo about his fucking money. Yeah, because I can see Leo. Because when you first said Leo, I thought of was it Shutter Island? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how he could play somebody like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do a little bit of a trivia dump here. Um, Bradley Cooper learned how to box in preparation for the role at the request of director Guillermo del Toro, who wanted Cooper to convey through body language that uh, his character had a violent past. And so, yeah, I didn't really think about that, but like, I, it makes sense, like how like just vicious he is, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't pick pick that up, but yeah, now you mentioned it, I guess I can see yeah. that. Cause you said boxing. I was like, I don't remember no boxing in this movie, but then you got to the point. <laughs> yeah. Despite being the first person in the film and in nearly every scene, Bradley Cooper doesn't speak his first word until 11 minutes and 19 seconds into the film. And I was like, is this character mute? What's happening here? I thought right. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard Jenkins, he played the rich guy claimed he had one scene left to film before production shut down due to COVID-19. And upon returning to Toronto to finish his performance, he had to quarantine in his hotel room for two weeks before he could even enter the set. I would have been Mm. pissed, pissed. Right, right. Uh, The cast includes two Oscar winners. I was thinking about making this the question, but I didn't feel like doing this. Um, but the cast includes two Oscar winners, winners, Kate Blanchett and Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen played the um, judge's wife, the murder-suicide. Oh, okay. She's also Ted Danson's wife. Fun fact. Um, and hey. six Oscar nominees, um, Bradley Cooper, Tony Collette, William Dafoe, Richard Jenkins, Rooney Mirror, and David Strenham. That was basically the entire fucking cast. Right. Uh, last thing, according to director Guillermo del Toro, Bradley Cooper nailed the final shot of the movie in his first take. Like when he was like, you know, I was born for this or whatever. 
Oh yeah, he starts laughing. Yeah, yeah, going crazy and shit. All right, so that takes us to the end. Um, why don't you give us another plug of your business, please, Miss? Okay, so um, I know I briefly brought up my business the last time I was on here, and in honor of Women Women's History Month, March eighteenth four of my products would be featured in a local beauty supply. The Lake St. Louis Beauty Supply and their grand opening is Saturday, March 18th. And the address is 11100 Veterans Memorial Parkway in Lake St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I'll make sure to make sure this posts before <laughs> the 18th. Okay. Y'all, make, y'all go out there, support our girl out there. Yes, please do that um yeah and once more thank you again for coming on um really nice catching up with you thank you for yes, having thank me. you and thank you so much for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com like our facebook page we used to talk about this at work and follow us on youtube twitter instagram and tiktok Hey, we used to talk pot. Follow me on Letterbox at BOW1213, Matt at Mr. King0257, and come back next week for our 100th episode where we review one of my favorite movies, The Prestige. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. <laughs>